Hello and welcome to the Retail Influencer by 20 Cent Retail. I'm Vincent Panels. To determine and optimize your pricing policy is quite crucial. Some of you might have heard or considered to use the yield management approach. But is it suitable for you? What are the advantages? The best is to ask an expert, and I have the pleasure to welcome Valentine Dreyfus from Mercio. She will help us get a better understanding on the subject. Hello, Valentine, and welcome to the show. Hi, Vincent. Uh, today, we are going to have a little chat, uh, not just about pricing, but also about yield management. That is our topic today, uh, something that you quite know, hopefully. Actually, I know you. Know. <laughs> um, well, let's, let's start with the logical, of course, question. Uh, what is uh, yield management and where does it come from? Yes, sure. So yield management is a method of calculating prices. Uh, it's also called the revenue management. Uh, and it will consist in adjusting the price of a service or, or a product uh, almost in real time, according to demand. Uh, and the first uh, who, use, uh, who used it uh, was American Airlines uh, in the 1980s. Uh, and then the, the, this method has been adopted in many other sectors of tourism, uh, of tourism like uh, trains, hotel, uh, car rental, and etc. Okay, and, and so they use this method. Uh, what, what were the, the challenges that, that were raised at the time for them to use this kind of, of methodology to, to fix their prices? Yeah, so at this time, American Airlines was facing a new kind of competition. Uh, I think we would we will call them like discounters uh, of, uh, of the, the airline industry. And they, so they wanted to provide better prices, but they had a very strong pressure on their profitability. Um, in the retail sector, there are two major issues, uh, the perishability of the offer and the limit of stocks. Uh, and it's, uh, it's really an extremely strong pressure on the profitability of the, of the business. And the, the, the perishability is important because well, you have to understand that if a plane is not booked before leaving, the seats are lost forever. And it's the same if a room is not booked uh, before uh, the evening itself. So the, the so this is this is the first challenge and the second one is this problem with the stocks because resources are limited it's not expendable you can't add uh, rooms to your hotel and or seats to your plane and and this requires a very fine tuned management of occupancy rate of the booking rates so so if i sum it up you have to think of timing because <clears throat> once the data is passed it's gone forever and you have perishability because yeah the the uh, so perishability sorry and you have the amount of resources because yeah. you cannot add rooms to your hotel you cannot add seats to your plane you cannot add seats to your train stuff like that now the question is of course because we have a retail audience um, is yield management applicable in classic food retail or, or non-food retail so the classic retailers so I think if we come back to retail, uh, maybe the, the, the question that we have to, to raise is, do we find these particularities uh, in the food retail? And uh, regarding uh, perishability in food, uh, food is not a sector with a particularly spectacular perishability issue. Um, so the perishability of food is a sensitive uh, subject because uh, throwing away food raises a real ethical problem that's normal but if we look at the figures 
um, in the food sector, it's between so the, 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 the waste is between 0.5 and 1% of the turnover. In the airline industry, it's uh, 20%. And so it's between 20, 20 times more or 40 times more than in the food industry. So, so, this is, so we see that the first challenge is not seen uh, in the food industry. Regarding the stocks, uh, in, in the food retail, in the vast majority of cases, the products can be replenished um, and, and resources can be adjusted uh, to, to demand. Uh, there are obviously special cases like the masks during the pandemic, but, but in general, Nutella can be replenished, uh, nappies can be replenished, yogurt, yogurts as well. So uh, the, the two issues that yield management addresses are not found in, in the food sector. And in addition to that, you said, Vincent, that timing was, was important. And yes, because the trick of yield management is, is to use the, the anticipation of the, of the customer to, 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 um, to, to equilibrate the, 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 the rate, uh, the, the occupancy rate. And in the food sector, the purchase is immediate. So there is no such thing as anticipating the purchase uh, in, the food, uh, in the food industry. And if you if you go to to uh, Intermarché or Tesco, you buy your products and you live with this product. So you food retailers won't uh, take into account this criteria uh, to to set up their prices. Okay, but for an airline, it's, it's totally different, as you mentioned. I would expect because you look for your plane ticket a couple of weeks in advance and not the day for itself uh, usually. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. In, in yield management, uh, they, they used a particularity of, this, of their sector, uh, which is the anticipation of the purchase by the customer. Um, because for an airline, uh, an airline will greatly value the fact that you buy your plane, your plane ticket in advance. It's very valuable for them because you help them to anticipate their future occupancy rate. And, uh, and so you help them secure their stock and the, the, a, a good price for you will be an incentive to buy your tickets early. Okay. That's why my tickets always are uh, so expensive if I buy last minute. Okay. I will keep that in mind. Exactly. Um, but then in, in, in classic retails, I expect that there are other parameters that, that enter into the, the equation uh, because you have to also have a certain um, balance and, and you, you need to be coherent when, when it comes to, to, to fixing your prices. You have certain uh, operational uh, uh, issues as well. Uh, and you have to also you have to think of your competition, among other things. Yes, absolutely. So actually, yes, we can, we can take the opposite route uh, and consider the challenges of food retail and see if they are taken into account in yield management. And uh, I think the most important to, to keep in mind that it is that in food retail, we are in the in a recurring business. So it's very important. What's important is to recruit new customers, to build loyalty. And, and to do this, you need to work on the price image. So the first thing that you do uh, is that you do uh, sensitivity pricing. Uh, because in food retailing, not all products have the same sensitivity and halo effect are very strong. So a brand reputation uh, will be built uh, on a few products uh, and we call them KVIs. 
And it will not be the same from one catchment area to another. So you have to, to take it into account. Um, and and as, uh, as food is a recurring uh, business, uh, loyalty is very important. And so the banner must offer uh, the best possible price on these sensitive products for its target customers. So for instance, if you target the young parents, you have to make sure to have very good prices on nappies or diapers. Uh, for Americans, but it's uh, so it's very it's very important to 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 be well positioned on these specific products, and this is not taken into account in yield management, um, because where the, in the sectors where uh, yield management works, the customers have a very rough idea of prices. You have maybe you have a budget for your for for your trip, and you you know that for your ten days in Barcelona, you don't want to spend. Uh, more than X euros, um, but you don't have a particular expectation that needs to be met, like when you are a young parent and you and you need diapers, or when you or when you will you will buy your uh, your detergent that you that you that you buy every every month. It's not it's not the the sensitivity is really really not the same. So yeah, if, yeah, indeed. If I go to Barcelona, for example, I will not have a clear idea now for within seven months what would be the price of a of a room of a three or four star hotel, for example. I, I don't have a clear idea of this, but then I still have an idea of how much a bread costs, how much a bottle of uh, soap costs, uh, or shampoo, these kind of things. Exactly. There's there's something that that kind of bugs me. It's it's about the geographical point of view. Uh, I would expect that, as you mentioned, the the diapers, for example, areas where you have a lot of parents, you need to really pay attention to the price of diapers and nappies, uh, or, or, or breast milk, or I mean, like, or the, the powder milk. But then it's not the case everywhere. Not not all places have uh, the uh, play the area a lot of young parents uh, yeah. another place has maybe more older people who consumes more wine uh, or uh, who consume uh, different different products so yeah. a geographical point of view must must be something that we should take into account no yeah absolutely the sensitivity is not the same uh, across the entire uh, the the entire uh, uh, perimeter and uh, and so you will uh, you will not uh, have the same uh, the same the same KVIs for all the the catchment areas and you will also not have the same competitors and it's a, it's also a thing that is very important and also the reason why many food retailers will do geo pricing uh, so they will differentiate prices for each point of sale uh, in the food retail sector the customers will compare the options in the catchment area only. Uh, and one must position uh, oneself among the options available, the catchment area. And the complexity here uh, lies in taking into account the local competition prices for each price recommendation, uh, store by store. Um, and, and in yield management, the price can be can be di differentiated uh, customer by customer, which, by the way, is not possible on the price tags of your stores. And so your location at the time of purchase has little impact whether you are in city center or a rural or, or, or in, in the countryside, it doesn't have much of an impact on the price. And there is no notion of geo pricing in yield management. Okay, so 
what you're saying now is is basically your KVI are not the same in every region on one hand. So for example, in the north of France, I would expect that certain products are more, uh, pay, you have to pay more attention to certain category of products compared to the south of France. So the, your KVIs would be different per region. Yeah. I, also, have a, I, I have a funny example for this one. It's in France, the Ricard is very, very sensitive products in, in, uh, in France. Uh, so it's a it's a beverage, an alcoholic beverage. And when you go when you are in the in the north of France, you have a regional product that is called picon. And here, the picon is the KVI that is that is uh, uh, a substitute uh, to the to the Ricard uh, from from the other part of France. So the KVIs are not, are not the same. So the KVIs are not the same. Uh, great, excellent uh, example, by the way. Uh, but then also you have to look at the competition because the competition is not always present in the same way everywhere. Uh, and then the complexity also must be that that once you are in the store, you don't you cannot compare to a competitor because you're already in the store. You also compare to the different competitive pro competition within the category itself. Yeah, absolutely, because the. Um... We, we actually it's doable to to compare with uh, with competitors with other competitors when you are buying your groceries but we have to be realistic and when you are buying all your groceries for for the entire week you won't compare all the prices with the ones of the competitors so in so once you you chose your your shop and you're inside the shop what will what's really important is the consistency of the prices in the shelves because on the shelf, uh, you will compare options. You will see, I will have to, to buy pasta. Will I take uh, the private labels or will I, will I take the, the national brand, brand? Or what kind of pasta will I buy? Do, you, do I want to have organic pasta or the, or the, the normal one? Uh, or what is the weight of the, the packaging of, the, of, the, of the, the pasta I will buy? These criteria are uh, axis where uh, where the, the the retailer has to be very consistent because you have if you have a problem of consistency with the with the one kilogram uh, packaging uh, and the and the 500 gram packaging of the same pasta with the same other criteria it can be very bad for your price image because it shows no no logic in your prices so maybe your your customers will adopt uh, that uh, that your prices are really really good for for them. Okay, so if I, I mean, it's quite interesting to 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 hear you, and and that's why I wanted to have the topic because, basically, when I hear a lot of buyers uh, telling me that they look at the elasticity of their consumers, they shouldn't look just at the elasticity. There's tons of parameters that they need to look at, but when yeah. it comes to a conclusion, uh, yield management or, or classic pricing methodology. Uh, in classic retail, which, which method should they apply? Should they apply both? Should they apply only one? What would be your, your advice on that one? For me, the two approaches are not in competition with each other, but it's, uh, they respond to very different business logic. And for me, the best question that, 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 uh, that retailers have to, to ask themselves is, uh, is this method adapted to, to my sector and to my, my customers? Because in yield management, uh, it's transactional, transactional sales. So there, there is no real loyalty issue. And, uh, and 
It's above all a response to issues of perishability and stock limit. Retail is mainly a repeat business, where the main concern is to attract new customers, maximize the basket uh, during the visit in the shop, and avoid churn. So for me, yield management does not address these issues at all. And, and what does meet these challenges is geopricing, pricing by sensitivity, consistency, that is to say, controlling all the components of the price image. And this is how we protect the trust of our customers in all circumstances, especially uh, in times of high inflation, uh, as I think it's also a topic you are very interested in, uh, Vincent. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and that's actually a very well uh, and a very perfect overview of, 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 diff of the different methods. Um, Valentin, we, we could speak about those kind of uh, uh, pricing methodology and yield management all day, but we are limited in time. Uh, thank you very much for your uh, explanations and your time today. And uh, I'm looking forward to see you or hear you again soon. Many thanks, Vincent. Have a great day. That's all for this episode. Don't forget to check out 20centretail.com for more retail stories. Till next time, enjoy the rest of your week and thank you for listening.